Hey guys, welcome to Mindful Weirdos Podcast. This is Jordan and this is our trailer episode. Thank you. Alrighty, so firstly I'm going to start by apologising for the audio. Um, I kind of just went to the shops and bought the cheapest mic I could find. So, yep. And also anyone who knows me knows that I am super awkward. And yeah, you'll just have to bear with me on some things. Also, I am going to be doing some research for anything I talk about, do what I can to get facts and everything, but at the end of the day, I'm not a trained psychologist or in specialty in any fields I can't talk. Yeah, so feel free to call me out on anything. Um, lastly, anytime I talk about anything serious, I will give you guys like a trigger warning, probably a scale like a mini thing or if it's like solid then I'll let you know and you can skip ahead. Okay, so time to get started. So Mindful Weirdos, it is something that my friend Grace and I came up with as a way to explore our own minds as well as sharing it with anyone that wants to listen. We originally were just doing like an Instagram page for it because Grace is this amazing graphic designer and she does these really cute drawings and illustrations for it. But I couldn't say everything I wanted to say in a simple post. And so that is why I am here. So, yeah, basically, we want to talk about mental health. And I feel that I want to communicate my experiences as well as things I'm learning with other people. I feel like that would have helped me a lot if I had something to kind of show me these things. And also, I was really looking for a podcast that could help me with tips and tricks or things that other people do. And I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I'm just gonna do my own. And hopefully this can help someone out there. All right, I'm just gonna jump in. So for my little trailer episode, basically, I just went to some friends and asked them if they had any questions for me about either my mental health journey or just mental health in general. But Questions that they felt they couldn't normally ask, whether they thought it was too personal or crossing a line. So, walls down, I'm an open book, ask away. So, I'll start question one. Do you remember how it began? So, for me personally, my like anxiety and depression and body image issues basically started younger, just like having low self-esteem and lots of little things kind of contributing to it. But yeah, mostly just having low self-esteem and it kind of just all snowballed into a giant brain explosion for me. Okay, question two. Do you feel like you can blame others or feel ill towards strangers or anyone for some things that may have happened to you but triggers you when you remember it and happen to be around other people at the same time? Okay, it's a mouthful. Uh, in the heat of certain moments, I've definitely wanted to pass blame onto people or be upset with anyone, or not just anyone, but be upset with like specific people. But now, like at this point in my journey, I can't really blame a single person or a single instance. I'm aware that it's a combination of so many different things, as well as just, uh, for me, my brain not making the right chemicals. I mean, I've definitely had times where someone said something and there's been like a trigger that's kind of put me back in a place that I didn't want to be in. I've had like a panic attack at work before where someone said something and it put me back in this complete state of fear. And also just sometimes I'll have a conversation with someone and when people are talking negatively about 
diets and scales and their weight and everything, uh, that can kind of get into my head a little. And I now I just need to go, nope, don't listen to that. And really, you can't expect anyone else to know what's happening with you. And you don't want the world to be walking around on eggshells. We can't, like as society, be going around hoping that we don't say a trigger word or whatever for someone because then you're just kind of living in a bubble. You're never going to grow and expand as a person. Question three. How many people have I told? Well, now everyone. Yay. Cool. I used to keep it on the down low, but yeah, now in the past like couple years, anyone who shows interest, I've definitely opened up to them. So friends and family, if anyone has questions, just go for it. Nothing's too personal right now. I really want to educate people and share, not like share my story in like a oh poor me way, but just, I feel like just expand the knowledge out there. I'm not good with words. I really, a podcast probably has got the best form of things, but here I am. Okay, question four. What do anxiety attacks and panic attacks look like? I do want to do a big dive into these in like their own episodes eventually because it's such a big and broad topic. So firstly, anxiety attacks and panic attacks are two different things. Panic attacks, they come on really suddenly and it's this intense feeling and overwhelming fear of your like for your life and safety. Your physical symptoms will be like racing, like heart racing, shortness of breath, nausea. It can be just like a one-off thing or there are, unfortunately, there's people who do have to live with panic attacks as like a panic disorder. They might have triggers and then sometimes it's just unexpected. The main thing about them is that they come out of nowhere and it's just bam, like zero to a hundred straight away. And what I can't stress enough is that you have that true fear for your life and safety. Anxiety attacks, you can go from just having an anxious moment um, and being anxious at times to having a full-on attack as well as living with anxiety as a disorder. It's good to know where you stand with anxiety and that's why I want to get into a big episode about them eventually. Basically, an anxiety attack, it does physically, your symptoms are similar to a panic attack. So you're going to be short of breath and nauseous. You're going to, parts going to be racing and everything but the difference is how your emotions are so you're going to feel you're going to feel anxious obviously but it's more of a like an insane worry or distress you might feel fear but it's not the same intense fear for your life it's a bit different or it can be like a an anticipation of something anxiety attacks it's like the symptoms are more broad um and open to interpretation for me my first anxiety attack I was like 15 and in school and I had no idea what was happening to me. All of a sudden, it literally just kind of, I felt something building up inside of me. Like I did feel anxious and then it just kind of exploded. And I had no idea. I just remember sitting there like, I don't know what's wrong. And everyone's like, how can we help? Like what's going on? I was like, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I will definitely go into those further eventually. Question five, how do you know if you are anxious or depressed? Again, this is something I really want to do big episodes on, and that is the point of me doing this podcast. I mean, for me, when I was anxious and depressed, I kind of brushed it off and I thought, I'm just being stressed and I'm just overreacting. I'm being a drama queen. And other people around me, like if I tried to tell them how I feel, like I don't know if this is right, a lot of people did say, oh, you're just overreacting. We all get stressed at times. And it is kind of hard to identify it. And I didn't want to identify it I didn't want to broadcast it like I think I'm this and I didn't want to put a label on it and it wasn't until I got properly diagnosed that I did put 
that label onto myself. Not like it's a bad thing or anything. I just, I didn't know. And I didn't want to go saying I'm depressed or anxious or I have anxiety without having that proper label. But if you are worried, definitely go talk to someone. So if you think you might have anxiety or be anxious, again, anxiety, it's good to know where you stand. We all get anxiety at times. We all get anxious about things, but it's good to know and like check in with yourself about how it's affecting your life and at what level it is. You'll feel indecisive about anything. Um, You'll worry about the littlest things or overreact and can't find like an easy solution. Or you might be like agitated easily. Everything you do, you're second guessing and questioning yourself. If you're doing that and it's kind of happening all of the time to the point where you can't put on an outfit to go out and hang out with friends because you're worried about wearing the wrong clothes, you're worried about saying the wrong thing, you're worried about how you look, how you act, and you end up just kind of sitting in a corner crying because you can't get out of the house, that's like not normal. That's not what it should be. Like if that's happening to you every time you try to leave the house, then I would strongly suggest reaching out and talking to someone. But yeah, it's good to know, like check in with yourself about how much the anxiety you're feeling is controlling your life. So how to know if you're like depressed I'm just gonna do like a little mini trigger warning here so when you are depressed like again you'll have everyone can have moments or they might have a down day but when you are properly suffering with depression whether it's genetic environmental factors or like after a trauma or something it's this feeling like you feel numb on the inside and empty you're completely unmotivated and lethargic anything you try to do just feels so impossibly hard you do get feelings of like and it's different for people but for me it was feelings of like worthlessness and just pointless I was like what is the point of anything feeling numb is probably like the big thing that you feel and it's this really deep cloud of numbness all over your body and it's it's kind of hard to explain but you know the feeling when you felt it before Again, it's about checking in with yourself and knowing where you stand on these feelings. Is it happening once every couple months or is it happening like every day? Even if it is happening once a couple months or you're just having a bad day and talk to someone, if you don't want to tell a friend or family member, then there's online, you can, there's like chat rooms and everything on Beyond Blue and all that. You can just be anonymous and send someone an email. Definitely talk to someone and get help. And if you're not sure what to do, feel free to email me and I can talk to you as well. Question six, how do you handle self-harm, suicidal thoughts um, and what's going through people's minds when they do self-harm and how do they bring themselves back to reality? All right, another trigger warning here. This one's a little bit bigger than the last. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But yeah, if that's not something you want to listen to, definitely skip ahead. Okay, so... It is different for everyone. Um, I can only speak from my personal experiences here. Like what's going through people's heads? You're feeling these feelings of depression, definitely. Accompanied with this, well, for me, it was accompanied with this self-hatred, like this intense hatred of my physical self and personality. And that also associated with various other issues. How do you handle it is, and thoughts is... Um, clearly at the time I didn't handle it very well, but now my advice would be if you're thinking about it or you are hurting yourself in any way, try to talk to someone, like anyone, legit this helped me. It wasn't until I really started to talk to people 
then they would be like, well, why are you doing that? Why do you feel this way? Don't get me wrong. There'll be people who don't want to listen and they'll find it hard. So make sure that if you're going to talk to someone, ask them first, would they be comfortable if you talk to them about that? And if not, then find someone who will. If you're struggling, I am more than comfortable to talk to it about that with someone personally. So, but I would say don't ignore these feelings and be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. At first, I kind of just went, oh, no, it's just a thought. Nothing's going to happen from it. But make sure you're not lying to yourself. And also, yeah, if you're not ready to talk, maybe write it down. I kept like a, what I kept like a little book that I would write everything in and draw things in. And that helped me so much. Um, If you do have any questions about self-harm or suicidal thoughts, definitely send me an email. Like, feel free to just ask me anything. I am a judgment-free person. No walls, open book. No one, you can be completely anonymous. No one else will know. So I'm not going to go crazy deep into it. I strongly advise talking to someone if that is how you're feeling. Like I'll do an episode on it eventually, but for now, I don't want to say anything that people may not want to hear. So I think that was my last question. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that this is kind of open, maybe giving you some questions that you wanted to ask. And if you do want to reach out to me or ask anything, you can do that by sending an email to mindfulweirdos at gmail.com. Also, you could find us on Instagram and send us a message there. So these are issues I really want to dig into and go deeper in. So I'm going to be, uh, well, that's the point of this podcast. I'm going to make episodes on this. So make sure you hang around if you want to learn more. Thank you. Also, I just want to say how weird it is to sit here and talk to my computer, like, by myself. It's, I feel so awkward. And, yeah, thanks for putting up with me and hope you can tune in to my next episode. Cheers. <laughs>